What's up, Brian? Can you guys hear me good? Steve, you can just put it in the comments. Trying not to blow away. I think we're going to be okay, but you know, you never want to take anything too lightly. We're just going to give it a couple minutes for uh, just to see if anybody else, just give a couple more minutes for anybody else who might be jumping on here. Looks like. Hi, Heidi. Good to see you. Good to hear from you, at least. I don't get to see you, but. Wish I could see who else was on here. I'm new at this. <clears throat> I see we have six people on. Oh, Chris Doris. Good. Good. I'm glad you're on too. I don't know what to say. Good to see you. I did, Heidi. In fact, some of what I wrote tonight is just for you. I can see your text. That's the <laughs> Well, I guess we'll find out if it's a good thing or not. I think we're going to give it till we'll go. We'll just go. We'll get going about seven ten. So everybody's got three minutes. If you want to get a drink or anything like that, I got mine right here. So in fact, I'm going to top mine off real quick with Coke Zero. I'm not advertising though.
Yeah, I think we're going to be good, Heidi. I, last time I checked, it was uh, coming on a little lower, lower than us. So much better than a direct hit. You guys hear me swallow? I'm like self-conscious over here. It's quiet and it's quiet in here. Well, hopefully it stays that way. My kids are upstairs, so. Oh no, the kids, they're here. Amy's got them upstairs. The office is right behind me and it's still full of everything that's not in place. So. My wife's paranoid. She's over here giving me instructions on what I'm allowed to say, what I'm not allowed to say. All right. It's 7.10, so we're going to go ahead and get started with uh, tonight. Um Yes, you can definitely eat your hurricane snacks. Um, I uh, I might even get some myself if this goes too long. No, I plan on it being pretty uh, pretty direct and to the point tonight. Um, just a quick little devotional. Uh, I'll save James three for next week when we can get, get together, and because I just appreciate all the conversation and don't want to move too far in that um, direction. From like a, I don't know. This, like I said, this is kind of a me talking to you. I can read your comments and, and reply to them, but it's not quite the same as having a class. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to go into James uh, three with this format. So I don't know about you guys, but I spent a lot of time today preparing for the storm. I know um, Heidi, you're not in Florida, so you don't have to worry about this storm quite the same way we do. Um, we're not. We're experts on hurricanes around here, so a hurricane one category one is not um, the scariest thing in the world. But you never want to take anything for granted. You always want to be prepared. So we've been preparing at our house um, all day today, and I've been thinking about um, some scriptures along those lines. Plus, you know, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm prepping, I'm also praying because at the end of the day, I can prep for anything in this world, but God is ultimately in control and my life is in his hands in every moment of every day. So as I prep, I also pray just like when I'm writing sermons, when I'm preparing my house, 
I pray for my house and my family when I'm preparing my sermons. I pray for um, co effective communication and, and that it will uh, benefit the congregation. So, wow, a tree lifted right out on the sidewalk, huh? But yeah, we've seen some uh, stuff too. I'm actually a little nervous. I got a couple big oak trees they didn't cut down right behind my house that uh, I want to get cut down, but they are uh, they're making me a little nervous. They're already waving pretty good out there. <clears throat> I don't think they're close enough to hit my house, but. So anyway, while we were while I was prepping today, I, I had a couple of scriptures in mind and I had a couple of things I've been thinking about that I just wanted to share with you guys. The first one is in Isaiah four. I tried not to use any of the uh, cliche scriptures um, to talk about tonight, but try to give you some stuff that you don't always hear from the word. Or, in fact, one of the scriptures I'm going to share tonight, you've probably heard a lot, but um, not not from the perspective we're going to talk about it tonight. So the first scripture I wanted to read to you guys tonight was Isaiah 4. Um, this is a time where Israel is about to go through, really Judah is about to go through an extremely tough time. Babylon is um, coming to, to destroy them. And it doesn't look good. And, and the, the storm is upon them, if you will. And Isaiah 4, starting in verse 5, says, Then the Lord will create over the whole site of Mount Zion and over her assemblies a cloud by day and smoke and smoke and the shining of a flaming fire by night. For over all the glory there will be a canopy. There will be a booth for shade by day from the heat and for a refuge and a shelter from the storm and the rain. And I was just thinking about that from the perspective of Jerusalem getting ready to be sieged by Babylon and, and a lot of a lot of very difficult things were getting ready to happen to the uh, to God's people. And a lot of it was brought upon themselves because of their own disobedience and, and they didn't heed the warnings of the prophets. In fact, they killed um, the prophets, um, most of them at least. And, but there was going to be a remnant that was saved in Jerusalem. And that remnant was special to God. In fact, it says in verse 2, up above what I just read, it says, In that day the branch of the Lord shall be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the land shall be the pride and honor of the survivors of Israel. So they're getting ready to go through a very difficult time, and a lot of people are, are, are well, they're, they're not going to make it. But he has a message of hope. Even in a place of despair, even in a place of struggle, um, even in a place where people are fearing death and and destruction, God sends a message of hope, and He promises His people, those who are faithful to Him, that no matter what comes, He'll have a shelter. He will be the shelter in their in their time of storm. And then I was also thinking about David. You know, David's life um, 
he goes through all kinds of stuff. He goes through some very difficult times and, 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 and unique struggles in his life. And I was thinking about um, Psalm. Sorry, my stuff is messing up over here. It's messing up my flow a little bit. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, Psalm 34. And this is where David is uh, acting crazy in front of Abimelech because he's afraid for his life. He's afraid that he's about to be killed. And it says he wrote this. This is in verse 1. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. So he's in a really tough time in his life. He's really um, struggling and he's a, he's, he fears for his life. And, and he says these amazing things. Verse 3, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exult his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried and the, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Delivers them. So we have this promise from God that that David recognizes that no matter how alone you feel, because he was alone at the time, no matter how alone you feel, no matter um, what's coming your way, if you are strong in the Lord, God will be strong in in you. God will be strong with you um, in difficult times. And I know, you know, we all just we all go through these times in our lives that. And they could be for different reasons and in different seasons, right? There, there, there's different, different things that we, we struggle with when it comes to temptation. There are different things that we deal with when it just comes to the normal struggles of life. And just remember to have faith in God. Remember who's in control. Remember that no matter what comes our way, he's always on our side. So those are two scriptures I wanted to share with you guys. I don't, I don't know if, um, you guys want to make any comments on those before um, I'll come back to the comments if anybody makes any. And, and then I wanted to share one more with you, which is, it's a strange one because a lot of times I didn't, I didn't want to make this morbid or, um, or act like we're all down here just trembling and afraid for our lives or anything, but this is Ecclesiastes chapter three. It's, it's a scripture that's read a lot of times at funerals. It's a scripture that, um, Many of us will know a certain part of it. Um, so I'm going to read that part, and then we're going to focus on the, the second part, which is really the most important um, part of the whole, the whole devotional thought here. It says this in Ecclesiastes 3, For everything there is a, a season and a time for every matter under heaven. And this is the part we all probably remember, and we've probably heard a few different times in our life. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to re refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. I, I'm sure many of us are familiar with that part of the scripture, but the the next part 
is really interesting. And remember, Ecclesiastes um, is written by Solomon, and, and we're talking about the wisest man to ever live. We're talking about wisdom that, um, even though he wasn't necessarily the greatest example in the Bible, and even though he didn't always use his wisdom for um, righteousness, uh, he still has. A, we still have a lot to gain and glean from his writings. So there's a time for everything. There's even a time for Hurricane Nicole in November. I mean, I can't even remember the last time uh, we had a hurricane this late in season. But then he says this. He says, what gain has the worker from his toil? What gain has the worker from his toil? So we can sit here and we can prep and we can prepare um, our houses and, and, and try to be safe uh, through this storm, and, and we should. And we should take it serious. But what gain as a worker from his toil? And this is where I go back to where I started, where I say I, I prep, but in my preparation, I also pray because there's only so much I can do. And even if I do everything I can to um, prepare I really need to rely on God in everything that I do. So again, verse nine, what gain has the worker from his toil? I've seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. And I don't know about you, but my life, my life stays pretty busy and I'm sure yours does too. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. I perceive that there is nothing better for them than to be joyful and to do good as long as they live, also that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil. This is God's gift to man. So he says he's made everything beautiful, but the part I really wanted to focus on tonight was he's put eternity into man's heart. Do you have eternity in your heart? I think that whether you're a God-fearing or non-God-fearing person, whether you're religious or non-religious, I think everybody values their life. I think everybody, for the most part at least, right, wants to live um, as long of a life and as good of a life as they can, and we all set out to, to do that. But just like we make preparations for the storms of life, just like we make preparations for uh, this storm that's coming, my real question is, are we preparing for eternity? Are we making preparations for eternity? That's right, Steve. Every effort we put in and result thereof is ultimately a result of what God blesses us with. That's right. That's right. That's why we got to include them in everything that we do. We have to include them even in our preparation for our storms and our preparations for everything we do in life because ultimately God is in control. And not only that, but God, I, I, I really believe at least that this life is preparation for the next life, for the eternal life. And right now God is preparing us for that eternity. And I just want to kind of stay with um, 
the the line of thinking that we've been going through in our sermons and in our Bible classes and everything that we've been going through recently and just just simply ask the question what what are you doing in your life when you think about your life what are you doing to prepare for eternity i mean how long do we spend at work how long do we spend um in our daily routine, doing the things that we have to do in this life. It's, it's most of our week, but what are we doing to prepare for eternity? What are we doing to work for the kingdom? What are we doing to get to a place where it's less of me and more of him? Like what, what are we doing? And that's one of the things that God put on my heart today that I wanted to share with you guys as I was preparing and prepping my house. I was thinking about my spiritual house. What does it look like? Is it ready for the storms of life? Is it ready for the return of the king? Is it ready for eternity? That's really um, all I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, just a quick little devotional thought to, to remember that in these storms that God allows us to go through, that it's all preparation. It's all, it's all making us stronger in Him. It's all giving us more opportunity to put our trust and our faith in Him and understand that no matter what we do and how much we think we can control, ultimately we can't control everything. And Really, the only one who controls everything and is always in control is God. So no matter how much we prepare in this life, we have, if we're not including God in those preparations, we're not, we're not fulfilling, um, we're not, we're not doing our, our, our due diligence, if you will. We're not, we're not um, tapping into the greatest source of power and, and, in our lives. What do you do if the person you wanted to respond to the gospel dies without becoming a Christian? That's all you can do is give it to the Lord, Heidi. That's all you can do. We, our job is, um, truthfully, our job is not to convert people. Our job is to plant and scatter seed and between them and the Lord is what causes the growth. So we can, it's, it's like the old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You can, you can talk to people about Jesus. You can share the gospel, but at the end of the day, they, it's up to them to respond to it. It's all of our individual faith that, that, that leads us to the cross. So is there anything anybody else wants to share um, at this time? This has been a little bit of a weird experience for me. I, don't, I, don't, I hope it wasn't too awkward for everyone. Um, I'll probably get better at this as we do it more, but it's really weird not being able to see everybody and all of that. Well, let me... 
Thanks, Heidi. Let me end by saying this. If you know of anybody who needs help or thanks, Chris, if you know of anybody who needs help, if you know of anybody who um, needs some work after the storm, the storm, hopefully there won't be another hurricane to get better at this. I agree, but you know, they're coming. Maybe not this year, but there's a hurricane season every year. And I think this is a better option than having nothing. So I'm grateful for this option. I, I like I said, I hope it wasn't um, too awkward. That's just the way it is until you get used to it. Um, but if there's any needs, please, please feel free. Remember the, if you call the church, that's directly linked to my cell phone and, um, We'll be looking for opportunities to serve uh, after the storm passes, whether it's with cleanup of debris or or um, really any kind of needs that need to be met. We just need to know about them so we can so we can meet them. So if there's anything um, that you hear of or anything that you need personally, um, spread that word that we will be uh, out and about as soon as this storm passes and, and looking to to help everybody that we can. But we got to know about it to help. Heidi, we just went through a hurricane that had several of us out of power for a few days. In fact, um, Doug, one of our elders who's on the line here, uh, I think he went multiple days without power. I, I can think of a few other members off the top of my head that uh, went multiple days without power. I know for me, I went and made sure I got gas for my generator. And uh, if we go without power, we'll at least have that. So our food won't go bad and maybe we'll be able to turn on a TV or something stick with the world a little bit there all right well i just want to tell everybody thanks for getting on on short notice and uh being part of this and uh be safe through the storm and remember to trust in god because he's the one in control of everything in our lives and everything that we do um let's end with a prayer God, we come before you, Lord, and we're right now we're thinking about um, Hurricane Nicole and the winds and the rain and the the water it's going to bring. Lord, our 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 water's already high, um, so there's always that chance of flooding for a lot of for a lot of people. And God, we just we just pray that no matter what the trials are, no matter what the toil is that that comes from this, God, that we put our faith in you that that we have joy in our struggle um, because we know that struggle is bringing us closer to you. Father, and that um, if there's any way that you can um, spare some of those people from, from the, from the storm, from the, from the trouble that, that it could cause God, we just, you, you know, each person's individual needs. We just pray that, um, that you're looking out for everybody. We know that the the scripture that we just read says that if we have our our eyes fixed on you, if we're if we're in if we're people of faith, people that fear the Lord, um, that the angel of the Lord is literally guarding us. So that gives us much confidence um, in our own safety, Father. And I just pray that if there's anything we can do to help to um, clean up after the storm or 
or just help people with needs. Maybe, uh, maybe people's power goes out and they need food, whatever it is, God, I just pray that those needs are brought to the, to our attention so that we can meet those needs and, and be a light. We just want to be the light that you've called us to be the city on the hill, the salt of the earth and share your kingdom and spread your kingdom and grow your kingdom. So God, we thank you for our church family. We thank you um, for those who live here in Florida and even the ones that don't. Um, and we just pray protection and blessings on all of us. We also pray that our faith continues to increase every single day as we put our trust more and more in you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining. You're welcome, Steve. Have a good night. And remember, if something's going on, you need help. Call the church. It'll call my phone, and we'll get to it as soon as we possibly can. Hi, Mom. I don't know if I should end the stream yet. People are still... Um, commenting but feel free to leave as you wish thanks Doug Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that, Brian. Um, pressure's going all over the place. You know what I mean? When the pressure's crazy, the fishing's really good. All right, everyone. I love you all. Stay safe. God bless. I'm going to go ahead and end this stream.